0: Sarah, our occasional.
1: Our, uh, triad. What do we say? Triad. <laughs> um, our, oh, I'm the
0: denominator.
1: A coven <laughs> makes three. Is that?
0: Just don't call me common. Oh. <laughs> math <laughs> jokes.
1: Math. Oh, I didn't even get that because I don't math.
0: I think I get to go first, actually, today.
1: Yeah, because I wasn't here last time, so I'm not sure what you what you all did. It's fine by me. We should
0: listen because it, I can't it wait. Was personal trauma I shared.
1: Oh gosh. Oh, to the last episode. Oh yeah. I saw the topic, um, which makes sense that it's personal trauma. All
0: right. So this um is something that's been in the news quite a bit because unfortunately cases have been on the rise. Have you heard about sex
1: uh, only through my topic when I was, uh, had talked about the uh, webcam.
0: Yeah, there was a relate related here. And okay. this also relates to one of my past topics too. So last year in 2022, two 17 year old, um, high school students killed themselves. One was Jordan Demay and another was James Timothy Woods. They lived in separate states, didn't know each other. But what they had in common is they were both the victims of sextortion plots against them. So these are dangerous Mm -hmm. scams that have led to at least 20 teen suicides in the last couple of years, at least. It's definitely underreported.
1: I have, uh, yeah, I actually know someone who is dealing with that with um, their, their child right now where the child's, Sending photos and that was discovered by parents and and parents like that is child pornography. Like if you're sending it and and no, 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 it's not. And then and the parent desperately trying to get through to the the teenager, like, you don't know how it's going to be used on the other end at all. Ever. It could get put to one wrong person. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes.
0: So I went to our homeland security website. Ice.gov. As we do. (laughs) I like to go to the source. So predators are using, you know, cell phones. Every teen has a cell phone to blackmail them. So sextortion is the act of threatening to share nude or explicit images. And it's targeting right now 14 to 70-year-old boys Mm -hmm. And it's really increased exponentially in the last two years. Why do you want the camera so close to us?
1: I just feel like it was so far away. Like we were just little blips in the background. Blips.
0: Blippity blip. So Homeland Security investigated 3,000 sextortion tips last year, 2022.
1: Can I just say I really don't like the word sextortion? You you can rename it if you want. I'll think think about it.
0: So this targets, like I said, 14 to 17 year old boys mainly. And mm. it's adults who are pretending to be young girls and they pretend that they're romantically interested in the boys. They may connect with them on gaming platforms, yeah. um, Instagram, you know, other apps. And
1: oh, gosh, my mind went straight to incels again.
0: So it starts simply enough. Um you know, they're like, they start this contact, and, and it's always, um, you know, like, the girl is super cute and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, you know, teenage boy is going to be perked. Interest will be perked. Yo, I don't
1: like that word either. Not in this context.
0: And so, eventually, they convince the kid to send some kind of explicit, either a photo or video, And as soon as that happens, all of a sudden the tables are flipped and this Mm -hmm. person will threaten to
1: expose them, ask for money, they
0: start, they may actually send the photo to others or just threaten it. Um, So they may be at first asking for more explicit photos or they start demanding money.
1: That's and that's where I think the overlap with the webcam one came in too, where sometimes they didn't even have the photos, but they just threatened it. And I could see how a teenager who maybe didn't know any better would maybe panic, like, oh gosh, they have something. Cause I, you know, I'm sure they have sent photos. So it's much to somebody.
0: No, they have. So these are, yeah. they do these convince them to send either a photo product. or video. Yeah. And yeah. so the panic is real. Yeah. So so teens, I mean I work with teens, you work with teens. Every day the world begins and ends. So, you know, from an adult perspective, you might think, Well, it's not the end of the world. Temporary. We can figure it out. Nobody's gonna care about this and so much. We'll
1: sue them.
0: (laughs) But the teen brain is like, this is life threatening this is devastating
1: right mm-hmm. I am
0: actually absolutely gonna have my life ruined and everyone
1: so, will know
0: so that's why I'm ruined it's been leading to suicides which is tragic right
1: that that social anxiety for teens that I think there's like developmentally appropriate social anxiety and then there's mm-hmm. all the systems that we have that amplify it like state testing competition like all mm-hmm. those Clothes,
0: money. Yeah. So traditional sex sextortion occurs when the victim is blackmailed into providing more sexual imagery,
1: mm.
0: and then the predator threatens to share these with the public. And then financial sextortion occurs when a predator demands money or gift cards or something in exchange for not sharing their sexual images with friends or family or just like the world. So right now, it's this financial sextortion that's on the rise over the last couple of years. So 79% of predators right now are seeking money after they have like that first sexual imagery to blackmail folks with. So this is what they do. They develop um, a false rapport with the victim. So they come in, like I said, cute girl. Um, They may hack an existing account or just Mm -hmm. create an entirely false account they will, um, cat fishing? they may, cat and, the, and this is where it kind of links with your webcam. They may either secretly record during chats or they may just outright ask mm-hmm. for videos or photos to come well, to them. That's
1: so easy to have happen. Like I've, I've known people who like just chat rooms in general where you may find people who are, um, having a hard time connecting socially in the quote-unquote real world. And, like, they, you know, I, I knew someone who would specifically extort people. So, like, yeah. sh- show me whatever. And then would save the photos to use against them later. Like, it was not good.
0: Well, what I thought was interesting about the two boys who that I friends. told you about is they were both extremely popular. Mm-hmm. One was Homecoming King. The other one was, like, track star. So I was thinking about that, and I'm wondering if they were particularly targeted because they were popular and would have more to lose in their minds, and so would be more vulnerable to the threats. Like, they did have this great life, you know, everything their parents could give them, and so, you know, that's...
1: And it could amplify like you could the impact.
0: Use all of that. Mm-hmm. Versus if somebody's already like an outsider, they're like, oh, "I don't fucking care. Do what you want."
1: Right. Well, and they may. I don't be... have
0: friends that are going to give a fuck. I don't even have a friend. Maybe to send my nude photo. To right.
1: Them. And linking to my topic today, uh, there's may also be some aspect of um, you know pressures that are already there on them to be and look a certain way. Are our topics already linked? Yeah, they're already linked. Easy peasy. <laughs>
0: So sometimes the predators will threaten to kill themselves if uh, the victim refuses. That's
1: my pet peeve.
0: Um, <laughs> they definitely go through social media profiles. that want to find out about the victim to know, like, who's important in their life. Because they'll come in sometimes and say, hey, I'm a friend of this person. And that's how kind of how they gain the trust initially. So they're like, oh, okay. Um, I can no, trust wait, One
1: of our mottos here is don't trust
0: trust no one question everything
1: yes all the time most of the time maybe
0: so it starts (laughs) off like compliments flattery um you know flirty flirty kind of stuff like normal and you know the if they come in like through a gaming platform it's like there's already like that common interesting that you can talk about
1: well and I'm curious too like are they actively playing games or are they because sometimes like if you go on to say like um twitch an online gaming platform uh you you don't have to be a gamer to be on there and to be a fan and talking and communicating so it may it, you can really quickly get into a group of people to make it look like you've been there the whole time yeah. um, and never even play the game. Well,
0: if somebody messaged me on Instagram and be like, oh, I know Macy. Yeah, she's super cool. I just oh my gosh. to say hi. I would believe them.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm... I wouldn't doubt that.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, I actually had that happen recently. Oh, someone said, oh, yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> so sometimes they start on one platform and then to move another. to another that makes more discreet. Like, like there's encrypting and it makes tracking their crimes more difficult. Mm -hmm. So sextortionists, like I said, they will secretly record and preserve entire chats Mm -hmm. and videos. And this is just to have more um, ammunition. So let's talk about what happened with 17 year old Jordan DeMay. So he was homecoming King last year and he receives a message from Instagram account. It appeared to be a teenage girl. And this whole thing took six hours from first contact to when he was driven to kill himself. Wow. So it wasn't a girl. In reality, it was three Nigerian men. They were brothers and they were part of an online extortion ring. And they were using the teenage female name, Danny Roberts, and they contacted other people.
1: I, I, had a family member who was in close contact with someone and developing friendship and asked me to like do some vetting i'm like "Well, have you seen them on video no went and looked at the profile they're a marine they're like buff and, and, but they have so many friends and some of the comments are really odd and just generic and so i had her set up a video call and And they were like, oh, it won't work. It won't work. And all of a sudden it it popped up and there was literally a straw hut, dirt, and like three dudes in the background, like trying to like see. Maybe it was these three dudes. Maybe it was. Like it, it looked like. And it was almost this like it was an, news. an accident, because I think they were trying to not get on the camera and make uh, excuses, but like, oh, it's not working, it's not working, and it flashed on, I was like, mm, mm-mm, no, 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 n- n- no.
0: It <laughs> may have eventually turned into some kind of sextortion.
1: Well, because it, what did, it, that, oh gosh, what's the term that used to be used? Um, Blackmail? Prince thing. That came- oh, the
0: Nigerian prince. Mm-hmm. You did a topic on yeah,
1: it. I know, that. I think that's why it's coming to my mind. Yeah, yeah. So
0: um, Danny um, ultimately would goad Jordan to die by suicide. Jordan's mother said, I feel like he was tortured and forced to put his gun to his head or it would ruin his life in his mind. So that's what I was speaking about. like He's a super popular kid, played on the football team, homecoming king. And over the course of the six hours from when... He sent this this photo. He really f- believed that his life was over,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so um, FBI says there were over seven thousand cases reported last year. But he thinks it was actually over a hundred thousand
1: cases, right? Underreported because
0: it's, it's underreported. That's just last one year. Last year, one year.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And like I mentioned, over 20 minors have died by suicide because of these extortion scams. So this is serious business. Mm -hmm. So with Danny, um, quote unquote Danny, which is really three Nigerian brothers, talking to Jordan, he actually said, when they looked through all of the chats, he said, is this a scam? And they were like, no, no, no. And then he eventually did send that compromising photo and that everything changed at that moment. Suddenly he was being threatened um, that he would the photos would be sent to Jordan's friends and family until it goes viral, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And they asked for $1,000 from Jordan. This is a teenager. Mm-hmm. So he did send $300, which was all he had. Um, but that didn't stop it. And he did six hours later from when this all started, he did kill himself. So law enforcement tracked that IP address to Nigeria. And they say many of these online sextortion scams are run out of the country. Hmm. Um. So along the Ivory Coast and the Philippines. And these three brothers were linked to a hundred other victims. Wow. In the US. So they were extradited, brought into the US and oh, and charged in May. I, to,
1: I like it. Well, how his jurisdiction work there.
0: Yeah, they got yeah. they brought him in. Good, good. So that other 17-year-old I mentioned, these are just two examples, but I do want to like highlight actual people to put a human face to the story. Seventeen year old high school track star, super friendly, popular, positive, and he killed himself in last November. Um, he was contacted on Instagram again, so these are both Instagram, watch out if you're on Instagram, by an attractive young quote-unquote woman, and they got, you know, screen-capped some naked images from the video chat and began threatening him. They first asked for $6,000, but then dropped it down to 3000 because, you know, this is a kid, He he was... So open stuff,
1: about like that, like I don't,
0: yeah. So, but he gave everything he could. He gave. He had a hundred dollar iTunes gift card. He gave that. um And then this person just bombarded James. He got two hundred messages in less than twenty hours. I
1: mean. They
0: and they just went on and on and on. Wouldn't stop. They said he would be labeled a pedophile. They said his parents wouldn't love him. He wouldn't be able to go to college or get a job. They would hurt or kill his parents. So wow,
1: wow.
0: you're going to spiral at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then they said, you might as well end it now.
1: Gee, well, because that gets rid of their evidence and someone complaining about them, you know, like how did they get rid of the fact that they did it in the first place? That's so awful.
0: So I, I believe these boys, this teenage mind, you just feel like you don't have another choice. They don't, have like their brain the neuroscience of it is you don't see that oh things will feel better after this emotional threat like well dies and that's down.
1: so scary because it's these people are far away there's nothing tangible you can do about it you can't tell your parents because you've done something wrong in the first place you don't want to admit to your friend like you're so alone so All right. who do you reach out to Maybe we need to create a hotline.
0: Well, you'll see in a second here, both families started online support Good. groups. And I was going to
1: say, it's going to have to be us otherwise. They
0: go out and they do public speaking and they're advocating, they're pivoting um, their grief to action, which is the best way to go about things. He did, this kid did say, why are you doing this? I'm only a kid. Hmm. is that sad? He was like, how do I make it stop? So the family created the Do It For James Foundation. Um, The other family created the I Got You Foundation because just really trying to make something positive out of just a horrible tragedy. And so they, in the first case, um, they... You know, have the three. This the second case, it's mm-hmm. just they have not figured out who's behind it. Right. So, sex extortion is illegal.
1: Can I, my... I still, I'm trying to think of a better name. I just don't like it. For sex, okay. I'm going to try to read because, this. Okay, go ahead. Do you want me to try? You want me to read it?
0: I thought it would expand. Here's, so these are things you can do okay. to avoid.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh, let me, let me. <laughs> it's very small. Why don't you press the plus button? Oh, because then it distorts it. Yeah,
0: it doesn't do anything. Okay. I'm happy.
1: Okay. Here we go. How to avoid online scams for sexual images, because I haven't come up with a better word yet. Number one make your social media private don't assume it's private don't did you know your main profile picture on facebook you may have, everything's private that one thing will it's always be private. public always be public uh block or ignore strangers there's actually a setting that allows it to auto get you rid of the
0: circuit
1: well and so that's they know your friends that's why you want that auto feature because you don't want to be tempted By the muscles or the boobs.
0: But Instagram has that like second layer of messages where you can be like,
1: (sighs) yeah, and they're like indirect or something.
0: Like what do they call? I don't know. But it's a category for people that
1: oh mm -hmm.
0: don't know. No, you can
1: turn that off. I I have it off. I can't be contacted, and I can't be contacted by anyone who is not uh, within my current friends list. Mm, I just like I don't care. Like if I don't know you and. I think I have it like friends of my friends, but not acquaintances. Don't need you. All right. Then here we go. Number three, be suspicious if asked to move to video chat or an encrypted platform. That's hard because that does come up. I have used chat sites in the past with talking with friends and they're like, if you want to talk with just your friends you do have to leave a bigger platform Mm -hmm. and either go to a smaller room or go to a different platform. That's just easier to use. So make sure, you know, and have vetted the people, make sure, and make sure that you've done, like, is this a site you trust? How do you know that you trust it? Check into that. You're smart. We know you're smart team. You're smarter than us. Um, Okay. Remember that people can pretend to be anything or anyone online.
0: That's a part that I think is tricky for people to believe. That's one of the themes, too, that we've come across. Because if you're a teen, you really do feel like you know, you know what's going on, and you can handle it yourself.
1: Well, we want acceptance so bad. <laughs> I would say throughout our lives that the second somebody's like unconditionally accepting of you, it's like, I'll let anything slide.
0: Well, and you think you know what's going on, and like you would be able to tell,
1: you know? Right. And then those poor kids end up getting attachment issues as they grow up, and then they get blamed before we know, like, it's these, this, it's this. Okay. Remember, videos and photos are not proof that a person is who they are who they claim to be.
0: Yeah, I'd say unless it's a live video, maybe. That would be the only way. I think I
1: would say live interactive. Yeah, video. interactive. So interactive. I do not even trust like a pre-recorded set. Like hey, no, no, good. no. No.
0: It has no. to be like you can ask them a question like, how do you feel about celery?
1: However, now with new uh like the technology is advancing so quickly it's for terrifying. auto responses and stuff. That's right? why you gotta ask weird shit. Yeah, but sometimes again, people blinders you just put on your trust blinders with teens okay
0: first of all you think you're invincible and you know everything
1: and oxytocin
0: you is... are super horny
1: That's and it. super
0: That's emotional it. and like i said worlds begin and end every day so mm-hmm. like danger and risk is way more extreme when
1: minors do not get in trouble with the law enforcement for sending coerced new nudity so like, don't be afraid to ask for help because I think that's part of it. It's like, I did something wrong versus you won't get in trouble. Like let someone know. But then
0: again, that like what I just said, like, that's difficult for teens because that sense of risk and danger is so escalated that you really are going to feel like if there's
1: a sense of you're of doubt, in trouble. Right. And if there's a sense of doubt, well, yeah. I don't know for sure. And I don't want to get her in trouble. Because I,
0: that's why they just don't go to their parents hardly ever.
1: Well, and this just brought up for me, um, back when we assisted, um, at the, the high school that had that school shooting, um, and one of the, the like saddest things I heard was some of the male students just tore up about the fact that they went and hid and didn't protect the girls that got hurt. Like, where is that written? That like your self preservation in that moment of a very deadly situation matters less. That's like that's well, a social.
0: It's social norms versus instincts, and they're not right. They're not always going to match up. No, you and don't know how you're going to respond in the so moment. You got to
1: unlock. It. And is yeah, like yeah, it's great. in the
0: moment you are not in control. It's
1: great to help people. However, what we know in crisis stuff, like if if. One is less than two. Basic math. I know that. So if you were going to put yourself in the exact same harmful situation uh, where you could potentially help get law enforcement there or do something else that's helpful, but put just running out there may not be as helpful as you think it is. Well, I
0: don't think you really... there's so much guilt in shame. Not, well, like you're not thinking it. in those moments. No, it's, it's not it's a conscious quantified. decision. It's all automatic, instinctual. Stuff.
1: And then it's just after, because, and then you get questions from people like, what did you do? Yeah,
0: I mean, you don't know how you're going to react if you haven't right. been in a situation. Some right. people are going to run towards something.
1: Some people are going to run away. Right. Some people are going to freeze. And I think that's the same thing here is, like, this may not seem life-threatening, but it will feel life-threatening for them. This is yes, everything. like you. teenage did. brain, yeah. So report any extortion. Um,
0: and that's easier said than done, I think.
1: Correct. I just did a thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do not delete any evidence before law enforcement. And then, yeah, I think
0: that's hard because you want to delete it. I well, think that's your natural reaction. You're like, oh, well, delete, 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 delete. Well, going
1: to be pictures of you.
0: Delete, 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 right?
1: Right. That'd be the first <laughs> thing i do. No. Um, but they may need that. Find the evidence, to... but
0: yeah.
1: And and I would say, I mean, like, t- I get that. And the police can probably pull those records. So, I mean, they're probably going to get it anyways.
0: Yeah, we've talked about how if we're ever involved in a murder case, all of our texts and chats and everything are just going to be, like, you know blown up is, on a screen in part.
1: Uh, with my carrier, they keep all, like, the records and times, but they don't, like, they purge out all of the actual data, which I thought was interesting. So, they're like, there's, like, who you called, what number, the length of the call, Um but they in they purge it out, and then every six months they purge that information out. But do you think it's, it's still
0: there if like it got subpoenaed for I, a murder
1: case? I I actually sat and read through their whole thing, and it's like I think that's Google Fi's way of making putting some limitations around what the government can request of them. Because if they do that, then there there's only so much they can give. I think. I don't trust it. I I mean, yeah. <laughs> Regardless. Sorry, I did I stop? I think there was
0: I can't read it, so I'll assume you did them all.
1: I didn't, but that's okay. We were close.
0: Okay. I mean, really the takeaways is
1: don't I know it's hard, but tell your
0: folks, tell some go to the the school
1: counselor, yeah. Somebody will keep it, you know, like respectful and help you as discreetly as possible. And if they don't then tell the yeah, administration. Some
0: trusted adult that can help you okay. out. Even though it's going to be hard. Like, you'll feel better after you say something. Um, if you want to know more, check out ICE.gov. That's a real website name.
1: Wasn't that? Never mind. Whatever. Different topic. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Um, it stands for immigration something.
1: That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, which makes sense if it's happening externally, internationally. And then
0: on Hulu, there's a brand new Impact and Nightline that just got released on sex extortion. So our topic is combination scary. of extortion and sex. That's mm-hmm. it's
1: the portmanteau. The port. I don't know where that word comes from.
0: It's like um, JLo
1: portmanteau. It's where you combine two words together. But JLo is a name.
0: Well, Jennifer Lopez, it's a com- combination of first and last. JLo is not her fucking name.
1: I didn't know that. I'm not a <laughs> JLo fan. I have I couldn't even name a song, honestly.
0: But there's lots of portmanteaus. That's just one example that just came to mind.
1: I can't think of any. Is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> so our topics are linked in a lot I of love ways. That. Um Everything's connected. Everything's connected. I'm still learning my phone. Uh, one thing I wish that they I would. like how we
0: both have full phones. I know. I, like,
1: I do like it. Um, one thing, I, I, I'm I. not a huge fan of the button being my thumbprint thing instead of the screen. Because just I have short little thumbs. So I feel like it's a little extra effort to get up there, and then I, and I it's a little bit of a struggle. Look, I use my pointer. Look, so my thumb doesn't reach. I, I know I've this. gotten feedback on that. Use your pointer, but my pointer's longer than that. I
0: just do that. But,
1: like, I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't like it. It
0: just is org- organic for me, because I hold my phone like
1: right that anyway. So See? I, I So, but, like, there's this edge here, and then my thumb hits this edge, and it doesn't give enough of a print. So I have to, like, adjust, and then I'm, like... This shouldn't take this effing long to get into my, oh, now I'm locked out. Now I have to do this. And then I was like, I'm going to do. What if you used your pointer? But, okay, so I use my pointer. Oh, hold on. Okay, so if I use my pointer finger,
0: yeah,
1: it still hits this edge yeah. that makes it a challenge. And this is my finger that got slammed in the car That's door a million times. Your Not phone
0: is a double layer and mine's a single when I open it.
1: That's true, right, right.
0: Uh, anyways, because mine is a square and yours is a rectangle.
1: All right. So ours are related. What do you going to talk about? But almost in like a. Yours is kind of like an external okay. manipulation.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's talk about the impact on.
0: An internal manipulation?
1: Social perceptions of the perfect body. Yeah. Right. So we're already. We're already getting ideals here. So because these are things that would impact those uh, sports stars and student athletes that are getting sextortioned. Mm-hmm. I, so, you know how we were like, we don't want to name, we typically try to not name podcast title something that glorifies the, the, the perp, the perp. And we try to state the uh, person's names who have been victimized or discriminated against. Yeah. Um, because oftentimes it's not done. Right. Right. So sex store or sex tortion. I didn't to even me, mention those Nigerian
0: brothers' names. Did no. you know
1: yeah, I did. I did. But like sextortion to me is so much focus on what they do. And and it's the part that feels shameful to the kids is the, the bot. Like I don't like even saying the word s- sex. And extortion about kids in a one word, it's a lot of really gross things. In oh, one well, kids are doing it, right? But maybe it should be like, um, uh, I'll th- I'm gonna think I will circle back, I'll okay, start back on that. Okay, so, anyways, my topic, um, I'm gonna talk about different types of body shaming, this came up as like a sub thing that we talked about. Mm -hmm. And I dove into it a little bit more before I I was like, Oh, I want to talk about it. And there was a lot more than I had even known. Um, So I want to talk about body shaming and the many types of body shaming that exist in the US. And I'm going to kind of try to focus on US because there are a lot of cultural um, variances around the world. And within the US. Right. Right. And, and I did the whole BBL topic. Correct. Right. right. And um, part of the reason too, is that a lot of the statistics that I have, uh, the U S isn't great at gathering statistics around this and other countries are like, honestly, the UK, I found so many research articles and data that's gathered by love, the government some UK, right and in the u.s I, I had to work a little harder to find it and a lot of it was through independent sources which is great but it's kind of sucks that it wasn't at the forefront um a lot of it was like news sites with a catchy fact and i didn't want to do any of that so um this start of this i just want to give a, a quick um plug here is actually by uh a master's in science and master's in arts uh graduate shivani khana who wrote i'm proud kind of you of for sources um just because there's so much garbage there were this topic specifically had so many garbage sources i'm not afraid to use wikipedia if there's a lot of really good <laughs> sourcing right on occasion not always but i do um, Alright, so body shaming is the act of making negative, unsolicited comments about a person's physical appearance, implying how certain bodies are better than others. Pretty broad. So, what does that mean? Um, It's when the person's body does not fit in with whatever the cultural or society-based stereotypes are. So, he, I, here are the, some of the most common that we're um, reported. First one is fat shaming. So body weight, uh, actually for a very long time through history, having, uh, more body weight, uh, was actually seen as desirable. So it is very cultural and it shifts over time. Uh, so what we know is that there is no exact standard of what is, attractive the term attractive is socially derived
0: there are scientific studies though that show that people prefer some kind of facial symmetry
1: right but symmetry doesn't necessarily mean body weight no i'm
0: talking about just facial symmetry
1: right right and that and that may be very true um but again if it's socially supported whether or not that's going to be leaned into or not Cause I think there's probably things that well actually here we go. We you had the topic about uh it was kind of Freudian topic. Uh about how okay. No, but that was one of the Freudian topics. <laughs> <laughs> where like the the daughters were like oh you know, incest, t- Oh yeah, that was it. <laughs> incest. But that was something that like there was like a huge cultural shift in what was oh, deemed-
0: girl, boy. right right and then yeah. and
1: there was like big def attraction components that were built in and then socially all of a sudden it was deemed not okay and then the culture kind of shifted away and it made it like a kind of a behind the scenes mm-hmm. thing that still happened so good point very <laughs> good point okay moving moving forward um not moving on moving forward Medical terms, so this is, I hear the most come get kind of shot back from this, is that, you know, this is about health, is what people say. It's about health. But being overweight is determined by a person's body mass index. The concept of being fat does not mean overweight. So fat is kind of used as the social term uh, for appearance. And overweight is a body mass index which still itself has a lot of negative connotations with it. And
0: there's a lot of flaws with Correct. BMI that, um, you know, it negatively impacts certain um, races.
1: Right. Right. Well, and I, I recently got married. Uh, I had several stressful life events. I actually lost quite a bit of weight and I still am considered overweight for the body mass index. So it's something too that I think gets a negative connotation with it. Um, I remember I went to the doctors once, this was probably 10 years ago, and I was playing roller derby actively three times a week. That was when I was like the most active. I actually felt the best I had in my entire life. I had muscle mass, I had endurance, I felt good. And the nurse actually told me, you might want to lay off the chips. How did you know you like chips? I didn't say anything
0: about (laughs) chips. I just. Why did chips get a bad rap?
1: I just felt so insulted, and it made me think my cousin told me something like because she was, um, uh, pregnant at the time. They were like, "Oh, you know, one, you know, maybe skip the breakfast sandwich in the morning." Like, there's a lot of assumptions that are made um, about eating, being involved.
0: Well, what one thing I really loved about roller derby. Is that all kinds of body shapes and sizes could be incredibly athletic? I have and been incredibly successful. Laid out, there was <laughs> a place for everybody little, tiny, little people, medium people, bigger people, tall, short. I mean, we had someone on and our team that was six foot four off
1: skates, and little short me could come up, like her, and knock her down. But also, and there was that one
0: little well, this one didn't last long. That, that was that little tiny one that, you know,
1: you like, would, like, sneak out, out like, of your armpit. Yeah. You wouldn't even see you go by. This little bony elbows hurt. Little bruises all yeah, over. Yeah, that's me.
0: one thing I liked about it is, you mm-hmm. know, as long as you could give it your fucking all, that's all that mattered. It wasn't how right. tall or short or wide or skinny. It's, it, none of that mattered.
1: It's you can't, you are full of strengths, figure out how to use them. Um okay yes so anyways that's that's that idea um there are also veiled compliments under this category uh that enforce fat shaming which is did you lose weight you look great mm-hmm. which is a very covert way of fat shaming of saying how you looked before was somehow wrong or not okay
0: yeah I mean, people really need to just keep in mind when you compliment. Don't compliment people on weight loss unless that person has told you they're trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Because they could have an illness. They could be under stress. You don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, why don't we uh, do the opposite? Compliment people when they gain weight. Maybe they were struggling with under eating or some other illness or situation. I have
1: never had someone ever compliment me. When maybe, now they have, on
0: a few maybe now they have you know f- food um confident not confidence you know
1: like look- a, a a healthy relationship with food
0: yeah i mean i love food
1: i i read so this so really good. great book once um and it was called mindful eating and I just, I, it was like a Hastings 50% off thing back when Hastings was a thing. And I read through it and it was just like how to develop a healthy relationship with food. But it specifically said at the beginning, you know, if you have an eating disorder, you know, basically don't read this book. It might not help. <laughs> um, but, okay, so. Okay. So that was something just for... uh transparency sake to say that it happens to most people um after Abu passed away that was really hard on me really hard and and I felt weird about that too because he's like my dog (laughs) and I felt like that shouldn't be a thing that impacts me but I got so many compliments on losing weight initially that I and and I again was also preparing for a wedding so there was some coupling there but I felt almost like I had to, it was, I don't know, like it, it was an assumed happiness with it. And I didn't even notice that I was losing weight. I wasn't eating as much because I was depressed and sad. So being complimented when you're depressed and sad feels really contradictory. Mm-hmm. Um, And it takes you a little bit to see that happening and, and, no yeah. action
0: i mean we have a friend i won't name her but she's struggled with eating disorders mm-hmm. very serious her whole life and right. she has been very outright like do not say anything about my weight one direction or another ever it's right inappropriate and don't fucking right do
1: it. it's a and whether
0: i gain or lose like it's not helpful it's
1: a value statement so like we all have values that we live by they are neutral until you attach your moralistic opinion to it. So don't assume your value opinion relates to someone else's. Just don't. It's neutral unless they say otherwise. And then if they invite you into that conversation.
0: Yeah. If you know somebody's like, I really want to drop 20 pounds, you know, and I'm really working on it and I'm making all these changes. Right. And then they're like, oh my God, I lost 10 pounds. Yeah. I'd be like, good on you.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Right. If you are achieving your goal, but that's their goal. Like, we can't confuse our goal with their goal.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Um. So, the next one is skinny shaming. So, this is on the other side, and I have heard this many times.
0: I have to say, though, that one that's been in the news lately.
1: I have not heard. Too
0: fucking skinny.
1: I have not heard. I have not heard.
0: Too, too, too too skinny
1: literally one of the things here though is that with society saying i
0: know but this one is on social media and is trying to be like an influencer and there's something there's something wrong
1: gotcha yeah and i i think that with this um it's not talked about as often and it's the act of shaming someone because their body weight is less than the society norm. Um And I think that Too skinny. Yeah, I mean, unless
0: you got something healthy, health thing going on. But she, she, this is her regardless.
1: She is clearly an unhealthy weight for I mean, I I sat and, um I've watched documentaries about uh, the. Um, and she's never mom said like,
0: "Oh, I have." Away. I have some health health issue or anything. No,
1: it's not that. It's, she's glorifying it. Yeah. I mean, um. Wow. Well, yeah. I worry I about her
0: um, dying. To be honest.
1: No. Yeah. A hundred percent. The body just can't, and this topic isn't about anorexia um, or bulimia or anything specifically. But
0: being popular, that's going to influence some people to make some really unhealthy choices. And they'll look at themselves and be like, oh, I am too big. Like, I need to be smaller.
1: Right. Well, and one of the pieces that I will speak to that about when I read more about the skinny shaming is that um, is that there is the chunk that's ignored about how society has pushed for that for a long time. And it has increasing disorders and has skewed mental schemas about what's mm-hmm. okay. So then once someone gets there, it's almost like it's a never achievable. You can't achieve enough. Right. Um, it's either not enough or too much. So I agree. There's that aspect and there is that social influence part. Um, mm-hmm. However, there's also the systemic issue of larger systems have promoted that in the first place. And then it just gets consumed. Yeah. So sometimes statements just to be aware of statements saying like, you're so skinny, you got to start eating more. Um. Maybe well-intentioned, but often are on this faulty assumption that being skinny equates to being unhealthy or physically weak. Uh, And I would say like, this is a really extreme case. I've, I've, again, I've watched and as mental health providers, we, we, we know eating disorders.
0: Remember that comment somebody said to me just recently? Which one? You were there. There's not name names. It was completely unwelcome, but it was something like, "Oh, I should eat a sandwich or whatever."
1: Oh, yes, right. Yeah, it was the... right. I and I think I and I, I ignored it. And I it was, just was the like... one that called it out later too. I think I was like, "That was, I'm sorry, that was weird." <laughs> it was weird it was and weird like weird and awkward and in public. And why?
0: Right. <laughs> um. But that shit happens all the time. Like, people don't think before they speak.
1: Well, and I think there is a, like, certain, I think certain people do it more. Um, I had that actually fairly, happened fairly recently. But on the flip side of that, of, oh, my gosh, look at this picture. Look at how you look in it. And I'm, like, I don't want to see you looking at a picture, like, evaluating my body. Like, that makes (laughs) me feel really weird. I don't appreciate it. Um. Yeah. So it's especially like just if you're talking about food, like this is my sustenance. Like get the out of my sustenance. I
0: have a great relationship with food. We are super food. tight. Me and food. Me
1: and bread. We're like this. I do
0: not have a positive commitment when it comes to food.
1: No. No. <laughs> No, and honestly, like I'm, I am for those who care, if you care, I am out of my little depressive bout that was very appropriate for the loss of my dog of 11 years, my best friend. So I have not had my relationship with food be, I, I just honestly would forget to eat. I'd just be really focusing in on work or doing things like that to distract myself. Now I just like, Portion sizing is my biggest thing for me, Um, but that's my choice and nobody else's business. It's not. Okay. So again, these well-intentioned ideas, just keep them to yourself because really no one cares. So... (laughs) Is our takeaway today? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like, unless I hire you and say, I want your help or I ask for your help or your permission, and counselor, or your for- opinion also. Right. I was gonna say that was one of my favorite takeaways. I think becoming a counselor was this idea of well, one, people like to solve problems for we don't like having an unsolved problem, and all of a sudden you're given a position of power to potentially fix something. Did they ask for your help? Well, no. <laughs> then don't don't assume that you have their answer. And stop it. Okay, next one is fashion policing. Social norms not only determine how our bodies look but how to dress them. So, some clothing and this comes up a lot like uh the I've seen like the people in Walmart videos right with how people major. I know I'm not TBH
0: funny. when those first came out I thought they were funny. I know
1: I'm and that's why I'm calling it out because they're very real things and
0: but they're they can be funny but then they can be not funny you know what I mean like right. some are funny and some are like okay well, that's just mean
1: and, and to put it more in kind of because those things do try to find the most extreme uh, in a more real life context it'd be something like oh this makes you look perfect Or, like, oh, those fit you really well. Um, And there's an implied comment with that, that, like, those make you look a certain way.
0: Well, I'm a fashion person. I love fashion. So I will, even if it's silently in my head, judge people's poor fashion choices.
1: And I think fashion, I think style and fit are a little different. Because it's, but it's, they go together to the though. They do. If so something's ill fitting,
0: it's not going to be fashion.
1: However, right. And you're totally true. However, if it's uncomfortable and makes me have social anxiety the whole time I'm somewhere because that's of, not fashion, because how it fits me,
0: that's not fashion because fashion is confidence.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> So if it makes some you feel uncomfortable, it's not fashion. fashion.
0: But then, but it wouldn't be your fashion then.
1: Is what I'm saying. But that's saying that that some people aren't fashionable because if some they're people not aren't fashionable, then, but maybe they could be. You could wear something feel confident
0: that is fashionable and comfortable. Is what I'm saying.
1: Right, and I'm just going to counter that and say there are many fashionable things that are not comfortable. Yeah. Like, and I, I will, heels look great, and yet they kill my feet because I have a foot problem. Fashion
0: over function, 100% any day, if I have to choose.
1: Function over fashion. I need to be comfortable because fuck y'all. But I'm
0: really good at choosing stuff that checks both boxes. Yes. But if I'm in a corner, I have to choose. It'll 100%. I
1: go the other way. I'll go the other way with it because for me, I just... Uh, and sometimes...
0: I was just raised with... Um, I was raised
1: by a bachelor dad. Maybe that just makes sense. balance. That well, that I, I was hippies.
0: raised by hippies, but I wasn't talking about them. I was well, you were
1: by, rebellious, though.
0: I was talking about what I personally raised myself with was the fashion aesthetic. That was my ideal, was the supermodels of the 80s and... Mm-hmm.
1: Um, again what the society has kind of prepped you for that
0: well no I was gravitated towards fashion Mm -hmm. from a very young age I idealized those 80s supermodels like the original the OG ones and like um so that was always my like beauty ideal was like very slim and um you know you carry yourself in a certain way and and clothes drape and all of that so I've I mean, I wanted to be a fashion designer right. when I was thirteen. That was like, um, I will do anything to be a fashion designer. That was like my whole thing. I even learned how to sew.
1: That's impressive.
0: I'm in my own dress for eighth grade graduation. I made,
1: I made a frog, a beanbag frog, and it was crooked.
0: No, I wasn't super good at it, but the, I, 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 I still have it. I'll wear it one day.
1: I you. Still have my beanbag frog. I'll bring him.
0: I'll wear my eighth grade graduation dress. I made. would love that. I
1: would okay. love that. I, I have it. Cool. It's made out of silk. Ooh. Nice. A tricky fabric. I've never made an outfit in my life. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm like trying to rack my brain honestly. I've made a I've knitted, no, I've crocheted a scarf and it's not good either. So
0: I've never tried crocheting or knit or knitting.
1: So, yeah. So for me, I think because I grew up uh like having your dad you know macy and just putting my hat on backwards putting my hair up in a fountain cutting my bangs like a bowl style going to school <laughs> and or you know wearing baggy t-shirts to, to bed and but then i'd go to my mom's where there was farm and 4-h and i would show horses so it was about comfortability like if i have to go out there and get dirty like uh, and money had to do with it too like uh, not having money to buy Nice clothes. So it was you get what you get often hand-me-downs and
0: yeah. My hippie stuff is very like just natural. Just like be natural and great. Right. Um, right. you know, just like that was the value. And I think I that wasn't what I um was totally into, but it's definitely informed. Like right. I don't wear a ton of makeup. Well
1: I, I definitely have gotten. I, I would and I'm not let me just I'm not fashionable no one in my life would ever say that I'm a fashionable person and I'm I like other fashionable people <laughs> Sarah is super fashionable I love it when she tosses on like a fur coat <laughs> like our favorite but so like I really admire that you are I've heard people multiple multiple different people in different realms of life at different times in life say that you are their spirit animal because of how you dress I value
0: them. fashion
1: I what that important. means to Depends me I don't know what important. that means to me okay here's here's the thing and you're glorious in it here's the thing you
0: may say <laughs> every day is a fashion show and the world is my catwalk will you put that on my gravestone
1: Will you text it to me okay yeah yeah uh, there's other things. I already have a running list of things you told me in the past. Okay. Yeah, and, and the things i have been cleaning out.
0: But... Well, luckily we're recording all this for perpetuity. Oh,
1: right, right. Someone will remind me. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's needed. And and I think I went from that to so like country music because fair for age for stint and then but then my dad introduced me to Nirvana and grunge music. So that was my went from that to punk, which is a lot of don't give a crap, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's fashion within that. Yeah. Fan. Like skateboard. Like it's all there's always fashion. All right. Anyways, we're movement. We tangent. We you
0: know, I used to skateboard. I you know I taught my sons to skateboard. I believe that. Because I used to skateboard. I I
1: I look at your um I saw your little uh video your skate video today. I watched someone here. I'm jealous. I'm stupid busy right now. I wish yeah. I could skate more. It's gonna snow soon. I know. Hopefully not. Um unsolicited health advice is the other one. What does that mean? Like exercise and diet exercise are, like a smoothie? are <laughs> healthy. One of the things I often say to people is if and I heard it from somewhere, probably some teacher at some point and now I'm regurgitating it back, which is if they sold a healthy diet and exercise and sunshine and a pill, would be the most used drug in the world. Just because of how your body would respond to it. And as great as that is, that tends to make people feel like it's so easy that you should be able to do it, and I sh- I can just tell you, and and that I, would make. It I better. really
0: feel like it's genetic.
1: There are because it there, is easy
0: for some people, right? And, for and there some are some people it's
1: hard, right? And some of that has to do with, for some mental health. Like if you're if you're so depressed that you're you can't get out of bed. Like, yeah, motivation is hard. Which there's
0: a genetic aspect to all that, too.
1: Correct. And motivation doesn't come first. It comes after. Like, you have to do the thing in order to feel motivated and get a little bit enough dopamine if you can. If you don't need medications to help balance that out. So it's hard. And body shaming can be things like, try this exercise. Or like, oh, do this. This gave me a flat stomach. Because you're making assumptions, that what works for you will work for someone else. And again, everyone's so different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that can lead to disordered eating and exercise because if it worked for you, I, why isn't it working yeah. for me? I
0: mean, because of my model ideal, I started exercising and being diet conscious when I was 12 years old. Gosh. When I weighed a hundred,
1: I'm trying to think um,
0: hundred. Um, I remember that I weighed like a little over 100 pounds when I was 12, and wow. me and my friend we went to LA, and this is when it all started. We're like, we're gonna get down to 100 pounds by the end of this vacation, and we limited our eating and we fucking exercised like shit. You know, over- like
1: oh, by the way, no over exercising. Is just as much of a problem for some. As oh, I know. As like uh, and crazy.
0: and uh, we did it though. Mm-hmm. Like we were obsessed with the scale. It was so crazy. I was twelve years old.
1: And the routine of repetition. That age is so whew, yeah, that's a lot. So I mean, that kind of.
0: I mean, I don't. I don't even own a scale now. I don't do that. I mean, now. you
1: did the podcast topic about the teenagers beating up the person. Like <laughs> pure influence is strong.
0: No, we were like, we're gonna do this. Yeah, we're going to L.A. Terrifying this week yeah, we could be focused on Disneyland, but we're going to focus on dropping those numbers on the scale. And like that lasted for a long time like that. And then I hit puberty right after that and like gained a little bit of weight. It wasn't even that much, but to mm-hmm. me, I was like, I felt like a, a fucking blimp. Right. And so that That's like so just weird. reinforced that, oh, this is something I need to pay attention to all the time.
1: Right. And Like
0: if I stop, like then it's, it's a got- problem.
1: Right, right. Well, and and I think that that's so that's a good point you bring up. Uh, I, when I was in high school, it was very much, again, like I was fine. Like I've looked at pictures of myself in high school. and I'm like, I was fine. <laughs> but then I remember at the time feeling way bigger than all my friends. And I saw pictures of a few of my friends. And I'm like, no, they're like, they're actually bigger than me. But in my mind, you, I, and this is where tying in with your topic of adolescence, body dysmorphia, like I think every teenager has some form of that on oh, yeah. some degree because of the social influence.
0: Yeah. Every time it's you, you look back, enough. you're like, oh, I look great. I mean, the whole secret to self love is thinking you look great now, now, in the moment. Because you do. Yeah. You look great.
1: And I, I've actually had a big emotional pushback, against because acceptance and commitment therapy act, great therapy approach. I've had, I've taken a recent issue with the idea of some, of just pushing acceptance on, on some levels of like.
0: I'm against that.
1: I've heard. Okay. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Because I, I've heard some people. I'm going to throw my
0: phone. I'm so against it, but I won't.
1: Because I've thrown
0: my phone a lot lately.
1: I've had issue and it came out in the middle of a session with a client and I I felt like I overstepped actually (laughs) because I a statement was said that was like, you know, and i just, you know, I know I just I need to accept it. I need to accept how I'm feeling right now. And then that's like maybe it's bullshit. And I was like, you have every right to be (laughs) effing pissed. Like it's not okay. We're not gonna accept racism. Right. And why is, why are negative emotions being labeled as bad? Like, and I get, it's not like the whole point of act is like, it's okay to feel that emotion and sit with it. Yeah. But but
0: it's also about not changing the way you think about things. Right.
1: And which is opposite of cognitive behavioral therapy, which is research. I'm
0: right or die CBT.
1: R-E-B-T all the way, which is the, (laughs) that, that that, it's under that same thing.
0: Yeah. Is that, Everything how is we think
1: impacts it's how everything. we feel and do, and everything. like accepting how you feel may also mean you don't change a damn thing, and and sometimes you need to change a damn thing if yeah. you want it different. Yeah, and if you don't—that's okay.
0: But if you do, always look at what you can change, and then the scraps left over—that's where okay, acceptance.
1: Right. If you can't, but it's usually scraps. Change things, and I have found ACT most helpful for things like chronic, lifelong pain. Things that and, and that's it's good to be able to acknowledge where you're at and what can I do to feel okay. But still
0: your perspective in matters and that even.
1: Right. And then maybe that's part of my issue with this. It it, it feels minimizing of someone's experience. Yeah, I, mean, I I would too if I someone I so new. Um <laughs> thank you. I Okay, thank you for I because I honestly I felt a little guilt about it because oh I saw my like <laughs> because you could see like it, fall over it has been messaged hard. By the way, let's give you a little counselor thing here. Counseling agencies and providers get on, uh, get on a catchy like here's a for what person-centered the, therapy
0: the modality to shore
1: and I'm like okay, but like oh, therapy should be, per- like, we should be person-centered. And they list yeah. off what it means. I'm like, those are basic counseling skills. Do you mean, like, Rogerian, like, theory that's yeah. different than just, you know, respecting your where clients coming from? Yeah. Another issue, side notes. I don't like the word autonomy. I'm scrapping it. There's no counseling relationship that you get to make all the decisions, or I get to make all the decisions. It doesn't happen. It's an accord. It's an
0: agreement. Well, and more than that, we're the people that are the experts, if it goes to court. Right.
1: There is a – well, and, and
0: that's – We're going to be the one that's questioned about whatever happens. Right.
1: I'm teaching an ethics class, and I read this article that's like, by the way, <laughs> that just doesn't apply. Yeah. And it it creates confusion for people. Like, what do you mean I have – Also, there's rights? laws. Right. Right. You get to – buy ITA laws. You get to <laughs> – violate my autonomy when you deem appropriate or when the law deem appropriate but you're going to make it sound good when it feels good to you yeah. no because that's not what it is yeah. we make a mutually binding agreement you sign it at the start of therapy
0: and then when if we things agree, go in a certain direction
1: these are the steps in your this is what happens informed, and it's out of all of our hands informed consent and I've had that go way better than me using the word autonomy. Autonomy sets people up to feel like you've taken something away from them. I've never agreed that that you're going to run this. However, I do respect you. And I care about your goals. And I'm going to try to help you get there. Right. But still, we have parameters. Right. But if you say that, um, you know, s- s- cutting your wrists feels better to you this week than last week, I'm not just going to be like, Okay, maybe you should do that because that's what you want to do.
0: No, it's a—that's not
1: what I'm going to do. We need to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, like this. I, I, I. Because I'm
0: responsible for your well-being.
1: Right, and that's part of the accord. I'm putting myself on that. Okay, sorry, that was oh, okay. Anyway, there's one thing I do like about Act, which is also
0: related to motivational good. interviewing. I like the I values like piece. I do, and that's great. Okay.
1: I like values as long as values also. I values are neutral and tele-assigned meaning and weight.
0: Well, I use the values as far as um, like separating out emotional responses from value driven responses, right. which is very, very valuable.
1: No, I like that, too, because that is a specific, um, that's not even really about values. That's kind of even more about, uh, like, how can you use values to discern between responses? For right, but
0: response. if people don't even know what their values are, they can not even get there. So I think that's the one and, thing yeah. that's cool about ACT is mm-hmm. helping people get in touch with their values.
1: Well, that's one of the first things uh, that I started teaching that ethics course is like one we don't get taught that in high school <laughs> so you're just you get these things taught to you as you grow up your values get soaked in and you don't know why you respond the way you do uh, you just do and yes. one of the first things we teach counselors is by the way that's happening <laughs> and they go oh okay how does that impact my decision making? How I does that
0: very impact? little in high school? BT two
1: I I did running start and I was I won a nine ball pool championship. and Gosh. I took bowling for my pe credits. I All got right spelled from high school. I didn't. but
0: it was the best thing that ever happened to me. In live,
1: live your life, whatever that be. Alright, I'm going to just breeze through these off. Awesome okay. okay. Low self-esteem is another one. So, our body is really are a big part of our self-esteem socially.
0: Okay, you have a problem with sextortion. I have a problem with self-esteem. Okay. I feel like it's a word that means nothing.
1: Right. Well... Like, it's very hard to define. Sorry, and I even skipped my thing. So, effects of body shaming, one of them is low self-esteem. Um, I agree. It's very subjective, right? Um, And... I think low self esteem is also subjectively placed upon you for what that means. If if that's what you're kind of getting at, right? Like, well,
0: I just don't even know what that means. I know what confidence means.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I probably don't use so the they, word self esteem very often.
1: This um uh this author describes as receiving repeated criticism and negative comments about our appearance that damages our self perception. So. She, what I like about her definition is it does attribute it to external influence. Uh, kind of like when you talk about like minority stress theory.
0: Self-image, I would like that word. Self-image, I, I, can, how I, I can understand that image. I think self-esteem is like...
1: Yeah, self-perception.
0: It's a weird word, esteem. Like, uh, yeah. It's so weird. It's isn't that weird?
1: How I feel about myself. Yeah. I don't like to feel about myself. What does that mean? I don't often feel about myself. Oh, I feel about myself all the time. I just, um...
0: I'm feeling about myself right
1: now. I feel good about... I feel... I don't even, not even about myself. I... I like this present moment because really past and future don't exist. I
0: know. Be here now. It's all Be here
1: life. now. This moment here feels great. Thank you for spending it with me. you walks. welcome. Uh, other things that can cause emotional distress, eating disorders, uh, body dysmorphia, for how, how people per- perceive their body... Uh, five ways to challenge this. I just wanted to hit these like positive points real quick. Educate yourself about body shaming and body positivity. There is a lot of stuff out there. Just make sure you look up body positivity first, because there are, it's like when you look up, if you look up self-harm for education online, you will find it's some very bad things, unhelpful things. We'll say that. Um, same thing can come up here because there's again social influencers things that will promote things that um, may not be helpful for you yeah
0: I think that's the key for me mm-hmm. figure out what you want yeah it's your choice how um, you want your, your body it's to be your life and that's the direction you go
1: it's your life there are always consequences
0: and that can be it can be difficult to sort out you like what is me versus and maybe what are the messages i've received and
1: consequences is a, a harsh word too so even just saying there there will be a cause and effect so if like the social influencer you showed like health wise where she is at is not healthy right. period right there's no way that is however she can still choose to do that as a self-determined person up until the point here's social contracting here, not autonomy. If she is deemed gravely disabled to not make her own independent mental health decisions because it could cause her self-harm. And that's where social influence becomes a problem because if she's popular and everyone knows mm-hmm. her for that then that police officer that comes up and says, do we, you know, with the DCR and says, let's do an assessment. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm happy. Look, I make money. I have cars. I have, yeah. I'm have, great.
0: She could still get ITA.
1: She could still get ITA. However, if they look in her fridge
0: and be like, why is there just a bottle of mustard? I've,
1: I've had to make a call and it's so hard to do when I'm like, okay, you're, you're, The delusions are so bad that you got rid of anything in your house to cook with and you have no food and you're hearing voices that you're saying right outside your window, but you live three stories up. Like I have to help take care of you, but we're bought by these laws, but we know a person doesn't always follow through the same consistently. So my concern is that people who are socially, Social influencers or who have money or power power. who have power yeah. may be allowed to get to an extent of un. If that was my client, they would have been ETA six months ago yeah. before they got to that ITA'd. state. When I say? ETA. You said ETA. ETA estimated time of arrival <laughs> to the hospital would have been same day by the DCR. That's my fourteen hands talking. So, like I, I, I think there is. It's difficult. privilege that comes oh, 100%. with that, but privilege that can harm people. Yeah. It's, it's like a weird twist. Yeah, you live in a bubble. I think with fame, um and that might not be helpful so for like you. We talked about with like the child stars and all of that, like, yeah. and maybe even like it hurts you potentially. I don't want to say lesser than or more than, but it's. I, don't, I wouldn't want that. Um, other things, speak up, body shaming can be very subtle. However, most people don't realize that they're doing it. So if you hear it, say something. Um, in that situation we were in, I didn't say something and I knew it. And I said it to you after because I was like, eh, that was weird. But, um, <laughs> but it is really awkward. And again, I think it puts a lot of uh, the education bit on the people who are being victimized by it. And that doesn't feel fair, but how else are you going to get something started? To get someone to go, oh, I shouldn't say right. that. I hurt someone's feelings once. You know?
0: And I'm very, um, you know, nuanced. Like it has to be something that really bothers me if I'm going to say something. Right, I, I will let most things go. Right.
1: Well, say mm, I would say that it's most people don't comment about. My body until that happened, and that was so weird for me. And I and and I think having the wedding be lined up was a weird timing because everybody comments mm-hmm. on how you look, mm-hmm. and and it's weird.
0: And maybe this is a future topic, but every bride I've known dropped weight before the wedding. Right? Like, what is that about?
1: I mean, I will say that mine. <laughs> Mine makes sense for me personally in this aspect of I really liked one dress and they only had that one dress yeah. and I really appreciated how they approached it because I was kind of pulled to the side and they said so we only have this one size here's your options you can have the um uh, lace up put in no problem fine mm-hmm. um you are close though so if you did lose weight you could save five hundred dollars my mind, okay, $500, um, and then I was like, okay, and then, but she said to me, and I appreciated this so much, she said, I would encourage you, and you don't have to, but I would encourage you to pay the $500 for the lace-up, plan on doing that, and then if just so happened you fit it, great, you get a $500 refund either way. Like, yes, there's money incentive there still, but the way that she didn't, I yeah. felt pressured.
0: But there's more than that. I mean, everybody knows it's going to be photos taken. Oh,
1: yeah. They're that's gonna, what Everybody's exactly, looking
0: at but... you. Like, I almost every single bride I've ever known drops way before a wedding, and I just, like, would like to Weddings explore are that.
1: weird in general. Like, I... I I'm tried not for them. I tried to do even my wedding like at my dad's property. Like there really wasn't that much that was like super formal about yeah. it. But th- even within that, there's like a million traditions, and everyone's throwing a million things at you. It is so unhealthy. Weddings are really unhealthy and put a lot on women on the on the. I had bride, like, which I is my dream
0: wedding. Or uh, I did it once. I had a dream wedding. It was beautiful. It was perfect. You
1: can make the dream wedding and it can be with the wrong person. (laughs) No,
0: I had a dream wedding and it wasn't it wasn't stressful on me. It was like actually the whole thing was dreamy and perfect. I wouldn't do it again. I just don't have any reason to get married. But um maybe I haven't said this to Paul out loud. Maybe I just thought it. But I was thinking, um, I guess you'll hear it now, Paul. Here we go. If we make it to nine years, which Ooh. is one of my favorite numbers, I thought yeah. we could have like
1: a little celebration. What does that mean?
0: Not like a wedding, but like a celebration.
1: Oh, like they, okay, I see. What like, you're
0: hey, they said it wouldn't last, and here we are nine years later.
1: Who's they? Thing. Me. <laughs> I just say, I did not want anyone to say that. Uh, Paul? Paul? I have been a cheerleader, <laughs> just so you know. Um, and, and it's been seven.
0: So, like, she
1: loves you. Nine
0: is like very close. she I loves feel you like
1: dearly. She's, I do like a party. So, she's the vinegar pickle in a jar that's got a tight lid. You know, you gotta pop it with a really thick butter knife.
0: We're almost to nine. So, and I do love a party. So, here we go. Here we go. All right. I would rather do nine than 10 because. Ten feels. Ten is not. I don't like
1: that number. And
0: um, like nine is one of my favorite numbers.
1: And it's like one number.
0: And ten is not. Ten
1: is a combination, and it's technically two. I
0: feel like that's other
1: people's traditions. Is ten? It's not right. my tradition. One thing, no, and I, I was like, do you <laughs> do like this weird like at t- two years you do a paper gift. I don't. That thing is weird. I never me. did any of that. There's shit. so many weird things about weddings. That's a whole different thing. But whatever. I okay, last things reframe negative thoughts about your body to like CBT, to, yeah, yo. CBT. Um, <laughs> which I think has gotten a bad rap of being like, oh, everyone does that because everyone doesn't do that. I first of all, not to fidelity, no, and not well, many. Um,
0: <laughs> no, I think a lot, most people put themselves down, and that's it, right. So, <laughs> then I feel
1: like shit, right. So reframing is even just taking like ownership of what your body does. So like it's, you know I may not be happy that like my arms are like a bigger part of me, but like, gosh, I like have it, arms and I like it when I can carry things. I like when my mom told my future husband at the time that she's freakishly strong. That's now a quote I say when I like, oh, you don't have to get that no. remember I'm freakishly strong. I appreciate that. I like being able to lift things. So just you know, whatever it's part of who I am, and you don't like I do my moves. Oh yeah. yeah. So and I can say like I I feel far more confident about myself, and it's not because of changes to my body. And it was before I had lost weight, and it wasn't because. Uh, I remember being in grad school, not confident, didn't feel you know imposter syndrome to the max. I had tattoos that I would never let show. So I always wore like a high collar shirt, like in the middle of summer. I would die on a 90 degree plus day wearing a shirt to cover tattoos in my arms if I didn't like them. And a lot of it just had to do with like my fear of judgment. It was so high.
0: Because people are rude. Like that's real. Like judgment is real. It happens every day.
1: Judgment is real. And then also 80% of it's in my head, too. And I'll just acknowledge that. <laughs> that's the anxiety part of it. If it sits and spins and they're not sitting there telling it to you, you know, come and chat with the CBT specialist. We'll be out. <laughs> All right. Um the, the very CBT last yeah. point was considered therapy. There you go. <laughs> oh my god, there you go. Uh I mean the nice thing about counseling is then it can be find someone you trust, test them out. It's okay. We're okay with that. Um to have a non-judgmental space to say the things that you don't want to say in front of anyone else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. I a shoot shoot
1: last episode I wasn't here.
0: I shared um about the disturbing history of dentistry. Super good episode. Your trauma. Personal trauma. Um Consider being our Patreon. I mean, don't just consider it. Do it. It's only a dollar. You get access to exclusive videos and a bunch of other cool shit. And if you'd like to leave us a review, leave us a five-star review. Even if you hate us, would it kill you?
1: Like, uh, yeah. Like, this isn't our first of our job. So if we seem subpar, probably for a reason, this is what you get after we work. Mul- we both work multiple jobs.
0: The molts. But the most, jobs
1: and we help people in many of those settings, and sometimes we don't help, and we still try.
0: But still, give us five stars.
1: <laughs> and we care. Until next time. Oh gosh! All right. I hate going and then because you're second, and you drink more wine by this point. Yeah. A, there is a formula here, and then I forget that we have to No, it was your topic. So extortion. Oh,
0: that's right. So I'll say with that one, teens, I know it seems like a really bad idea, but if you're going through something like that, do tell a helpful adult. doesn't have to be your parents, but any adult that can help you. I promise you it will make things better. Even though it seems super scary. I don't know if we have any teens to listen to us, but
1: can I just tell you something? On the off chance. Until next time, do not text your brand new husband what you thought you were typing into Google, which was other words for sextortion. <laughs> Bye. Gosh. Well, you never came up with the I said ignore podcast thing. What's your word? I don't know why I was trying to Google. That would be the wine problem. I said ignore podcast thing. What's your word? I don't know. I was trying to Google. That would be the wine problem.